welcome to the Debrief Podcast with Tessa and Stevie. Ready? Yeah, I might burp. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, guys. Stevie might burp. And I tell you why we might burp is because we've both enjoyed a... Pop drink. Pop drink. We won't mention which one. And the It reason rhymes we... with smoke. <laughs> yeah, it does. Diet smoke. And a fat smoke for me. And uh, I tell you why is because in the studio, there is some leftover pop being left over by, guess who? I can't even guess because I'll just start screaming. Tom Hiddleston. Ah! He was I'm... in here before us. We obviously have not seen just... him or even knew. I mean, it could be a lie. All that's happened here is somebody pointed to some cans of pop and said... They Tom were... Hiddleston are those. There are three Red Bulls, though. Oh, whoops. There are three Schmedschmolls. <laughs> so, so... And a few schmogs. And a <laughs> so, like, I don't know why you would, anyone would think any man would need three. Look, he is he's a ball of energy. I, he yeah. needs to maintain that. I saw him in Kong yesterday. Oh, right. I thought you meant you saw him in the street. Okay, I thought like Sorry, a Kong was a place, you, like a you... shop. Say Kong for the word street. I thought <laughs> Kong might be a shop. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I saw him in Kong. You That's know, cool. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? oh wow. What does Kong sell? Uh, jackets mostly. <laughs> <laughs> but what everyone's thinking about is what's the podcast on today? Domestic hacks: How to be a domestic goddess so you don't have to get a man in or a woman. But it's always a man. Let's be honest. But before we start, Tessa, what adult thing have you done this week? Well, it's quite an odd I don't know if it's... <laughs> an odd An odd yeah. I don't know if you'll think, no, pick another. I um, strode about naked at the gym. That's an adult thing. Yeah, right? Okay, that toddler that comes in the BBC interview, <laughs> that toddler in the yellow who comes in, that's how I stride about. That's lovely. Just and boobs are bobbling. Boobs away. I, as a young'un, that was the most horrifying thing I yeah. could possibly imagine. It's still... It still is for me on a personal level. But I don't get now, gym. I'm doing it and I just be like, even though on the exterior, I'm just like, oh, what? I mean, you know, you see old ladies doing it and you're like, I wonder if they even know or if they're just like, but they do know. The answer is, it turns out, you're very aware of it. No one flashes that amount without being like, oh, hello, me. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Why? Oh, here uh, I am. It feels like, I dare you, like, comment, I dare you to say something. Yeah. I'm naked. Yeah. What a lovely, what a lovely adult thing to do. Yeah. My one is also a little bit like, mm, is that an adult thing or just a thing? But if you have been listening to the podcast, we did one about fear and it genuinely helped me and I decided to drop arguably way too much money on doing something that I'm really frightened of. I'm very frightened yes. of doing improv. And the last show was the day before my birthday so I can... Um, keep my promise to myself that I was going to do it when I was 28. Um, and when I think about it, I need to go and wee. It's, that's what adults do. They do things that make them want to go and wee. Yeah, and they get through them. Right, so let's get back to into go, domestic everyone. hacks. How do you wire a plug? We did it once in um, year eight. We only did it, did it once, and I think I've... I was like, I was about twelve when I learned it. Yeah, and that's, you never need to wire a plug when you're twelve. No, never. You should have to do compulsory domestic lessons through university. Yes, because at university, that's when all the stuff goes wrong because you're having like wild parties, and then you've been you've... inexplicably left alone in a home for the first time ever. Yeah, you have then... to run the home yourself. I remember calling the landlord because all of the electricity had gone off in the house. And he um, said, have you, have you checked the fuse box? And mm. I was like, what, what's that? 
um, he came around and just showed me that there's a little red switch that had switched down and you just have to switch no. it up. No. Yes. That is a bad one though, not to know that. Yeah, it's really bad. What did you do at home home? I'd just freeze and be like, Dad! The freeze is actually one of the only things that I feel really confident and strong about. As a child, that was the one I was really confident about. And I love when the lights went out because I was like um, in like Die Hard and you're like, get to the fuse box yeah. and, you're, and then you just knew how to face it. And the thing about these things is when you can't do them, it feels like the greatest impotence in the world. It's awful. It's like I... I am yeah. so helpless. I might as well have no limbs. And then when you can do them, you're like, oh my God. I'm Kong. Uh, yeah, exactly. You feel like a champion. And when you've taught yourself to do something on YouTube, you're like, my God. Domestic hacks. Get a man in. Um, so Tessa, Be your own man. Be your own man or woman, but it is a man. The thing sure. about it being a man who comes around is you inherently, because you don't know and you're being feeling so like uh, made in distress. And then they're like, well, have you turned off the something something? And you're like, well, it becomes a woman thing because the moment I can't do something, all I think of is, oh, if I was a man. But actually, yeah. that's not true because my boyfriend can't do it either. But then my sister's boyfriend always comes in. Jordan, if you're listening, you're an absolute champ. He knows everything because he's yeah. an engineer. But the kind of boiler men, the plumber, they are so often men that you just think yeah. in your mind it becomes like a gender thing. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm doing this for feminism. Yes. I mean, they obviously don't care. They're just going about their day yeah. fixing people's boilers. They don't give one toss what you're up to. Coining but it. Because you... Exactly, they're absolutely minted. But because you are feel so defensive that someone's had to come into your house to fix something, yeah. and because you're like, no, I'm... Blah, 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 and even though you're asking questions, want to ask questions, be like, what does this do, please? You become this mad... I just hide... I always, like, pretend that I'm even more stupid than I am. Like, no, I don't know. What's a boiler? Yeah, exactly, wow. exactly. But it's not always men. Because, Tessa, I believe you spoke to some absolute top-class women plumbers. Yes. If you're on the way to work, don't return home now. Tonight, when you do get back, these are the things you're going to do. So I spoke to the amazing Hattie Hansen, who is the founder of a female-only plumbing business called... Are you ready? Stopcocks. It's genius name. It's so good because that's a plumbing term. It's not even rude. And if you do need a proper plumber, where it's a proper crisis, get these amazing ladies in. Um, but these are some things that you can do to prevent needing them. Hello, this is Hattie Hassan from Stopcocks Women Plumbers. We're a national company of female plumbers. Now, tip number one is one of the most important tips of all. Do you know how to turn your water off? You know, just by knowing where your stop tap is, you can save at least £100 because uh, an average plumber will charge at least that to come out. And if they come out after 10 o'clock, it could be even £200. And all they'll do is turn your water off and then they'll come back the next day. So you might as well know how to do that yourself. So if you're listening to this and you're out and about, as soon as you get home, have a look and find your stop tap. Now, it might be under your kitchen sink or in an understairs cupboard or in a cellar if you've got one. Find your stop tap and turn it off. And once you've turned it off, you go to your kitchen sink and turn your tap on. That will stop running. Then you'll know you'll be able to turn your water off in the case of any emergency. Do you know where your stop tap is, I Tessa? certainly don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but now I do. I'm genuinely going to go home and look. I can't wait to find it. It's a tap. Imagine what it looks like. Also, imagine if like you woke up and your housemates were there being flooded with water and then they were like, what do we do? And you're like, guys... I'll just turn off the stop tap. And then you went out. Um, another thing that Hattie said was when you turn it back on again, make sure you leave a little bit of a, t a quart turn. So you turn it off to see if it works. Yeah. And then when you turn it back on again, never have the tap all the way around in case it gets stuck. Okay. Always have a little bit of give. A little bit of give. A little bit of give and you stop tap. <laughs> That's how I live my life. Let's listen to another tip. Yes, please. Tip number two. 
This is a very important tip. It's very short, but it's very important. Relax. Just think how much better you'll feel in the morning. Have a cup of tea and chill out. Avoid calling out a stranger or a plumber in the small hours. Wait until you feel more control of the situation. And that's it. It's the shortest tip, but it will probably have the greatest impact. I mean, I have to say, initially, I thought she was out of a tree. <laughs> I would always panic and spend like £500 calling someone at four in the morning. Yeah, just be like, pay the money, pay the money. Pay it, pay it. I have to, otherwise my house will explode. But actually, that's really heartening to know that your house won't explode and you should just relax. So helpful in everything. Have a cup of tea. Always have a cup of tea. And deal with it in the morning. Call. You don't need an emergency person to come out in the middle of the unless, night. Unless, I'd say, unless you're on fire, but then call the fire brigade. Tip. Hit me with your final tip. Yes, please. Hattie. Now then, gas. Now, obviously, it's a scary thing to come home and smell of gas. But there are five things that you need to know about gas that the gas board won't necessarily tell you. The smell of gas is artificially injected into gas so you can smell it. OK, the smell is it's designed to make you feel sick before it kills you. So don't worry about that. If you smell gas, these are the things that you should know. Don't touch any lights because there's a little spark that happens in your switch and it could be dangerous. Open a window straight away and or keep the front door open. Make sure you know where your gas meter is. If it's in a difficult place to find, make sure you've got a torch handy. Pull the lever to the off position because the lever should be labelled. Obviously, do not smoke until the smell has gone and call a gas-safe registered plumber during ordinary working hours. I would freak out if there was gas. All those tips would be like, stop screaming, stop screaming. Yeah, I really enjoyed don't have a don't have a cigarette, <laughs> which it was presented. So like, obviously, don't do that. But I could really imagine you having a cigarette immediately. Yeah, while I'm trying to open the window. Yeah, find the stop tap, find the gas lever. Yes, know where those things are in your house. Obviously. Yes. Also, having a torch is one of those things that is all right. It's survivalist. All right, bear grills. <laughs> Oh, I haven't got a torch, mate. Yeah. But yeah, obviously have a torch. Have a torch. You do have a torch on your phone, but what if your phone is dead and what if you don't have a smartphone? Yes. Relax. Open all the windows. Open the window. Go turn your gas Go turn off. the gas off. Make sure you don't touch anything. Don't start a spark. And don't like, have a cigar. <laughs> don't get one of your classic Cuban cigars make, out. Make Now's your, not the moment. your daily bonfire. And don't call the gas meter man, the one that says, like, smell gas, call this number, because what they'll do is just switch everything off. So then said, call a gas-registered plumber and explain what the problem is and they'll come out and help you out. So gas and some excellent tips there about plumbing. I feel immediately more powerful. Chilled. I feel chilled about Partly that's gas. this Red Bull that's making me feel real psyched. No, I mean, I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I do feel like, yeah, I can do stuff now. Yeah. Can I add a very quick one in? Please. Um, so from plumbing to plugs, um, so I good. wanted to describe how to wire a plug but just talking about it will make everyone stop bleeding out of their ears, eyes and nose. Tell the listeners so, what the name of your popular blog is about plug sockets. Yes. Sock it to me, baby. It's great, isn't it? Very good. Very good. It's not real. It's a joke I made up. Yes, very, very boring to discuss it. And when I was reading it, I started bleeding out of my nose. But I found a really good website, which is the... Royal Society for the Prevention of Accidents. Keep the doing RSPCA? what you're doing. The RSPCA? No. Oh. No, it's actually the ROSPA. ROSPA, okay. Yeah, they've just added an O in there. And go to their website and search how to wire a plug. They have the most simple diagrams. It feels like you're there. It feels like you are the plug. I mean, when are you ever going to do that? When are you going to spend a Saturday just like wiring a plug just so you know how to do it? Do but it. if you're in a, in a fix... 
go on there. It's really, really excellent. Maybe it's different now for kids at school, but I think clever people who know how to wire plugs or people who invent that stuff, and then they taught each other people how to do it, how to have a similar brain to them. Mm. And so therefore, if you're a bit more creatively minded or a bit more wordy and not you a numbers like, person. the plug in a cape. Yeah, right. <laughs> make it sing you're too busy doing that <laughs> similarly with like anything that's like coding or, or plumbing or something that feels a bit overwhelming to immediately yeah. look at it you're like oh it's not for me but actually if it's presented in a slightly different way you're yeah. like oh I can do that Tessa I believe you're doing today's money hack aren't you? yes I but s- tell me who it's brought to us by you'll never guess it's brought to you by our beautiful sponsors the FSCS the people who protect your money and your banks and your building societies for free kapow um, this one is about saving money in the home because we are fixing things in our home. It's about uh, turning off your electrical supplies. It's a really simple one to do. Or like switch your light off. No, it's that everything that's got the little red bar. Yeah. So like the kettle's just on. You're not using it, but it's no. plugged in. They're called vampire devices. Oh, yeah, right? Vampires. So... <laughs> How would you have a boyfriend? It's a miracle. Um, so they're called vampire which means they're just sucking, even though they're not on, your kettle's not on, it's still just sucking energy because it's remaining like alert and ready to be like, if you need me, I can be on, you know? Right. It's just ready. And it's therefore it's taking constantly using energy. Oh. Right? So all those, so it's tedious, but it means you have to go around and like when you're not using things, you switch everything. If you see a little red bar, switch see, it I off. I was always like, well, it's not on. Exactly. So it feels like that's fine to use that. So like, it's actually using yeah, energy. Yeah, because it's staying in a state of, basically it's like living on standby. It's like staying in a state of. Sort of like when you don't know whether like a guy likes you or not. And no. And then you're like, oh, okay. Like a kettle. You just means you have to switch everything off. At I the... found a good metaphor for Please. it. Please. So I did stand-up paddleboard yoga because I'm the most middle-class person that's ever lived. Yes. And, <laughs> and the uh, the woman said that even when you're doing nothing, you're still working out because your core is constantly engaged trying to make you not fall into the water. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly like that. Good metaphor. Thank you. Before I go to sleep, I've got to put all my vampires to bed. Exactly. Bloodlines. Showing, ah, oh, bloodlines. Yeah, a bit much, wasn't it? That was a bit much. But great tip. Thank you. Gross image. My fascinating electrical gothic hack was brought to you by FSCS, the people who protect your money for free from £1 to £85,000 in the UK banks and building societies. Check out their website for more money tips and check your money is protected by searching FSCS protected. Like a professional, right now we're going to go to some... I like to call them debriefers, people who know of the debrief. Hi, the debriefers. Hi, the debriefers. Thank um, you for writing to us. So no one wrote to us because oh. it's not 1932, but... I will not let this go. I know, and it happens every time. Um, so I put a little call out and got some genuine questions about domestic hackery, and I think we've solved all of them. Um, so let's go to some tweets... Yes, the, please. The tweets have been flooding in. Oh, yes. Like your house won't be flooding. And if it does, you know where your stop tap is. Very good callback. Thank you. Claire Hubble, whose Twitter handle is at Claire Hubble. Basically, all the Hello, vowels Claire. removed. Hello, Claire. Um, she says her biggest kind of domestic hacks that she wants to know about is uh, not shrinking my clothes, changing light bulbs, taking the bins out, ironing. Now, I can't attack all of those because you basically just listed every single thing you have to do. But taking the bin out is gross, especially when you pull the bin bag and then it's like stuck to the bin and then you've got your, like, your foot up, and you're like kicking the bin off and then it's like, Ugh. Ugh. and then just, just stuff is everywhere and bin juice. It's disgusting. So one way of doing it is provided your bin is not made of gold or diamond. And if it is, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. You should just, I don't know. This is not for you. This really isn't for you. If you drill 
Ooh. Stay with me. Drill or make. I'm excited. In any way. Two holes in the sides of the bin that prevents the suction happening between the bin <gasps> bag and the outside bin casing. Why doesn't bins come with a hole there then? I don't know because bin makers are idiots. Wowee, that's amazing. Isn't that great? Obviously, don't put the holes too low down because um, if you do get some sort of bin juice situation, so where it's going to pour you put out. The holes? Not right at the top because there's no there's no, no litter there. I mean, like, so let's say... Halfway? Um, yeah, halfway. And if how it, many holes should I put in? Well, it said uh, between two and four. Any more than that, you've just got a big holy bin. Like, what's, what's just a little hole, like the size yeah. of a drill? As long as there is a hole, yeah. So, size of wow. a drill. Wow. Yeah. Relieves that pressure. Can and I put in a pitch here for drills that Please. if you have a parent or a relative or somebody who like asks you what you want for Christmas and you never know and then they always get you mad things, mm. ask for a drill... It's life-changing. That's a good idea. And having a drill makes you feel like... I mean, you just walk around going, brum, brum, with it. <laughs> Which is exactly what That's the That's not quite for. the noise of a drill. Like, get one with the electricity. Like wireless one. The wireless one. Honestly, it's life-changing. Yeah, I can attest that because I don't have one and there's so much stuff I want to put up and there's only so much stuff yes. I can... I've mastered the hammer and nail... But that can only go so far. Being a woman with a drill. There is nothing more powerful. It's like being a woman with a gun in My a dad film. made me a, a tool bag that's got just all the stuff in it. If uh, your dad is anything like my dad, who occasionally doesn't quite know what to get me and defers to my mum, who then defers to the list I gave them, on that list, maybe something like like a tool bag. Like, yeah, because yeah. the amount of times I'm like oh, I need that. And I'm in the middle of and doing I it. I don't have it, so I'm like trying to screw something in with a penny. You yeah, know? like, like a banana. Being, you know, <laughs> You can see, you can imagine what my house looks like. It's actually very well done, just full of banana. But yeah, a tool bag, great idea. Now, taking one of the other things that Chlorhubble uh, mentioned is not shrinking any clothes. Apparently, just, just put it on a colder wash and air dry it. Never use the dryer on clothes that are very, very delicate because they're just going to shrink. But also, guys, don't use the dryer. Don't use a dryer ever. It's so expensive. It's pointless as it's well. It's so pointless. We've got one and I don't think we've ever used it because it's just... Also, whenever I put something in there, I'm just like, it's going to come out like, like exactly. doll-sized. It's a risk. And I know it feels lovely and warm and when it comes out, and that's, de- that's delicious, but just put it somewhere. No. Put your clothes on a radio. Don't use your dryer. You haven't the money. Unless you have. And then what, why, again, why, you why are you listening to this podcast? Oh, I had an addendum to that, mm-hmm. which is you're in a shop. Oh, yes. You see an item of clothing and it's oh so delicate. And sparkly. Maybe it's got like a sequin on it. You buy it. You wear it once. You're like, okay, I need to wash it. It's hand washing only. You're like, oh my god, you burn it. <laughs> that's that's the life cycle of all my clothes. Hand washing is a bit of a pain in the ass, but there's a great hack, oh, yes. which is you can buy on Amazon or any other place for like four pounds a salad spinner, and it's this thing that you just push down, and it's plastic and it spins. Um, and it's used for drying lettuce. Like, oh my God, just use kitchen roll. What is wrong with you? But it's amazing for hand-washing clothes. Who needs to dry a lettuce? Why is your lettuce wet? I don't know. Only my nana would buy something like that. But she's got something that like only cuts tomatoes in the shape of a crown. So like, you know, <laughs> one of those people. Like an egg cutter, like use a knife, mate. So it's these salad spinners. They're called salad spinners. You half fill it with um, soapy water. You just spin for like a few minutes. With your hands? Yeah, like, yeah, how does you, it spin? You, ju- you just press down and it oh, spins. Okay. It's very, very self-explanatory and okay. it would be boring if I explained it to you Understood. now. Then you pour clean water onto it to rinse. And then once uh, you can't say any more soap, then you just give it a dry spin and then you hang it up. And wow. that's how to clean. And it's really, really quick and it's really, really cheap. And it's so much better than what I do. I, mean, I don't actually burn the clothes. I do hand wash it, but it's it's all that like, it's in a sink and you're like, I don't feel like this is washed. Like it feels like it needs a bit of a, 
I don't know, you sort of the movement, wafting it about. Movement. Movement. And then, and, and then you sort of like really quickly wafting it in the water. And then you're like, this is not doing anything. Imagine, imagine being in the like 18th century. You I genuinely be- don't. I genuinely now know why women didn't leave the house because it took four days to wash a sock. Yeah. You couldn't leave the house because you genuinely had to you wash You were just your washing socks. all day. And then, and then you had like a mangle, or if you didn't have a mangle, you had one of them like weird boards that you, you could rub gone, things on. I just would never have washed anything. Like, that's why you didn't leave the house because you're like, I'm not going out. Yeah. I'll get dirty. I'll have to wash this again. The yeah. cycle will begin again. I'm just that's staying true. in where no one can see me, and then I can wear this pillowcase. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 baffling. They didn't have a salad spinner though, guys. We have a salad spinner. I'm the best thing is a salad spinner is you know it's really environmentally friendly and fun, and you can dry your lettuce with it. <laughs> you just put, why is your lettuce wet though? Because you wash it. Mm, this, is, this is a conversation for another time. <laughs> You've got to wash your lettuce, you? guys. Yes, because it's covered in chemicals. Unless it says, unless it says, wash and ready to eat, and then that's fine. But often it doesn't. But watch her little face perk up when I say that Dylan Lee Warner, who is a debriefer, hello Dylan Lee, wrote on Facebook that she's had candle wax stains on her canvas bag for weeks and nothing she does is getting them out. <laughs> Tessa's like, she's been sat some hot coals. <laughs> oh, uh, something tells me, Tessa, that you've got a hack for this. I love this one. I discovered this when I was about 14, when I was at sort of peak breaking things and being like told off. melting things on yourself. I just felt I was always having my name like shouted up the stairs because they discovered, one of, one of my parents would have discovered something I'd done in the house that was broken and I tried to hide. <laughs> I did. (laughs) That was just very much my life at this time. Mm. And I want to say it was a seance, but we were doing something weird in the living room. And we had got some, like a bunch of big candles. Mm. You'd probably watched The Craft. Yeah, and we'd got those like big ones and just put them on the carpet and lit them. And they had all just melted (gasps) all over the carpet. We all got up and we saw what we'd done to the carpet. And I remember just throwing a blanket over the top as if they weren't going to look. I came back and I remember looking into the living room and the the blanket was gone. They'd seen and I just remember my my heart stopping. And then then my mum was like, oh, there's candle wax on the carpet, but like so perkily. I remember being like, what is this calm before the storm? And then she was like, no problem. And I was like, sorry? And she was like, come and look at this. And I was like, she's lost her mind. I'm like... <laughs> she's, Debbie's she's, gone. She's so cross with me that she's like reached another like astral plane. <laughs> and then she's like, no, come and look at this. And she got an iron and a sheet of newspaper and you just you fill the iron with water, put it on the steam setting, put the newspaper down or you can use greasy paper or any sort of paper, iron over the top, the wax melts up into the paper <gasps> then you just pick the newspaper off and the wax is gone. It is the best. It's honestly like pressing the undo button on the computer. It's just like, and done. That's just fixed. Well, it's there we incredible. go. So Dylan, get your canvas bag, put something over the top, iron it. And you'll feel like a, a wizard. Excellent hack. Okay, and the next one is our little friend, Damp. Um, this Nobody's is friend. No one's friend. Georgia WT, cool last name, said on Facebook, she's a debrief, a debriefer. She said, firstly, mowing the lawn. I can't help you there, Georgia. <laughs> well, that's out of our remit. That's, that's out of our remit. There's no hack for that by a lawnmower. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm backing away from the microphone. By a lawnmower. And treating damp. Well, I'm so glad you called, Georgia. But actually, another debriefer commented underneath and completely nailed it. So I'd like to read it out so that people who are listening on this podcast can also treat their damp. Oh, yes, please. We're talking about damp, like, in your flat, not like, my legs are quite damp. Just get a towel. So, a hack is, 
if you've got white walls so you can use bleach, you can spray it with, there's uh, Dettol have a mould and mildew spray, which I didn't realise existed, which that's useful. And then you can wipe away with a damp cloth. But if you don't want to do that, or you you've just, got And coloured, just wipes away? Yeah, just, just wipes away. Wow. Otherwise, you spray it with vinegar and then you just wipe away with a damp cloth. So vinegar or Dettol spray. Or like, like fish and chips vinegar or white wine. Oh, she says spray with vinegar. I bet it's white wine vinegar. Yeah, not like fish and chips vinegar. Surely. Surely to God. Let's well, go have white a go. wine. Yeah, have a go with either. Have a see which one works Tweet best. us at tell the debrief. Tell us which one it is, please. Or you buy radiator reflectors. So a radiator reflector, it's almost like tin foil, but it's not really... And then you put it behind oh, your radiator. Yes. So, so the, the heat warm. doesn't just go straight into the wall. Yes. Or if you don't want to buy one, what you can also do is just get a big bit of cardboard, cover it with tin foil. Yeah. And just stick it behind it. I mean, a hack on a hack. A hack on a hack. You don't have to buy one if you've got like a big bit. And also if you're like, oh, what will I do with all this cardboard if you've bought something? Take the box that your salad spinner came in. Thank you. <laughs> salad spinners are quite small. Oh, okay. Sorry. Or if in doubt uh, and you've tried that and it's still not working, you can get moisture absorbers from those fun places like Wilco um, for like £8. And what do they do? They're sort of like backwards fans. And I'm not joking, they kind of are. Okay. It's like a little aerodynamic device that you just plug in and um, you have a little loading tray and you can see the water that it absorbs. Oh. And then you pour it out so you can see if it's working or not if it's not working then I don't know call a priest next tip um, that instantly as a piece of advice can be inserted at the end of any hack oh, if that's yes. not working call a priest always just call a priest regardless of your religious beliefs so then we had a lovely girl called Fleur who says that she's just really struggling changing her bed she does it every week she'd like to say and she screws it up every week and she said that I'm just not sure if I'm just not ready for adulthood yet or if I'll hit my 30s and magically be able to do it. I mean, what can't she do? I think it's just people struggle with, you know, like everyone goes like, oh, there's this cool wave just putting your duvet on so it's really, really quickly. And actually what people do is like they get inside it. They start like fl- flopping it around. Like there's a really simple way of, of doing it. Which is what? Buy a fitted sheet. <laughs> like it's, People don't have fitted sheets and then they're like, oh, my sheet keeps coming up all the time. Right. Get a fitted sheet. Get a fitted sheet, Fleur. Always. And what's your special thing for how to do a duvet? Well, you do that. I am so bad at doing bed sheets, which is a reason I've still got my Christmas ones on. Fine. It, you get Christmas bed sheets. That's fun. In terms of doing it, though, it's always the, the way to do it is, is the inside out thing. Mm. So you basically turn your duvet cover inside out. Right. Put your hands through so you find the furthest corners away from the opening. Then, with those little hands, like the little sock puppets, like, like stick your hands in, grab the two corners of your actual duvet. Right. So it's like, grab. What if you can't... And then you just pull. What if you can't reach your hands? Shake, shake, What if you can't get your hands that far apart? You can you can crumple the, the duvet cover as much you as you like. Crumple the duvet. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be straight at this point. Oh, bend the duvet like right, the so actual duvet looped, a little bit. It's so it's loops over a little bit. As long as in general it's fairly straight, so you can see what you're doing. As long as both of your hands with the little sock puppets and the inside-out duvet cover latch on to those covers, okay. those corners. Yes, and then you latch on. You latch on, and then the best bit is you just shake for your supper. Okay, <laughs> and the duvet cover starts wrinkling down. I mean, I find this, it's going to be very difficult to listen to. Basically, Fleur, I think don't worry. Well, I just, I think I did an absolutely excellent tutorial there. I'm sorry, Fleur, I hope that helped. <laughs> sure, you can't see what I was doing and it was very much based on Even if you could gestures. see, it was quite hard. I'm not saying it's not great. Thanks. Uh, it's a brilliant idea. I'm just no. saying I really struggle with my bed covers. A lot of lost confidence now. No, uh, it's yeah. me that has the problem. 
That's true. You sound like you, I'm just, it was mostly, I was mostly projecting how cross I am that I'm not good at beds. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Um, I'm winking at you guys, listeners. Oh. <laughs> I'm the only one who can see that wink. Um, I'm not winking, I really did, I really am impressed with that. Very, very quick as well. This is just like an unprovoked hack. Um, you know when you drip oil on your clothes, like olive oil or something, you're like, well, that's the end of that because it doesn't not come off with detergent. Mm-hmm. Baking soda. Mixed with white wine vinegar. I've added the white wine because it just says vinegar again and it's so vague. We're pretty sure it's white wine. White wine vinegar. Do you have to do it straight away while it's still... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do, do it straight away. All right. Yeah, great. If you have any excellent domestic hackery wizardry tips, please tweet us at The Debrief or at Stevie M. The S is a five. Still. And my name is at Tessa Coates. As is. As is classic and we hope you enjoyed that i enjoyed that i felt like i learned a lot i did i feel very strong very independent very powerful let's all go home and check where our stop taps are and what else we're gonna look for my gas meter and then i'm gonna change my christmas bedding (laughs) (laughs) goodbye goodbye